Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Behind the Numbers, the very latest polling data every Monday on Inside Sources, March to the Midterms. So as we march to the midterms, or of course, we're looking at all the polling data, and there's a lot of other numbers that come into play that can help you get an indication of where the political parties are, where candidates are, where money's being spent, where it's being raised. Uh, all of that plays in. And so we're going to go behind those numbers as part of our special today. And really pleased for a very patient Henry Olson, Washington Post columnist, senior fellow at the Ethics and Public Policy Center. Uh, Henry, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, and so as we look at the uh, the, the polling, uh, you can uh, give us a, a quick snapshot of that, and then we'll kind of look under those numbers in terms of uh, what that means and what comes next. Well, the polling is slowly shifting in favor of the Republicans. About a week or so ago, it looked like the national polls had it uh, roughly even, but four or five of the last latest polls have shown Republicans head by two to five points, and the New York Times-Siena poll had them ahead by three points. And that's now moving in line with what the party's own behavior had been showing for about two weeks, which is that Republicans have the edge in this midterm and both parties are trying to uh, react to that fact. Yeah. And uh, so really interesting as as you look at that and, and kind of sense that shifting momentum, of course, is always an interesting thing. And with 22 days to go, we'll probably have a, a couple more shifts along the way. Uh, but what does it mean in, in terms of the uh, the spending and what does the spending tell you about where those numbers really are? Yeah, what the spending is, is what the parties are putting their own independent expenditures into. And that's uh, they're always going to do that based on their own private data that they're not releasing. And what starting about a week ago you saw was both parties in the House putting millions of dollars into races that Joe Biden won in 2020 by between 10 and 15 points. That's not the sort of thing you do uh, if you think that it's a close election. That's the sort of thing you do if you see a lot of momentum building for Republicans. And that's what both parties are doing. And that suggests that the national polls should be re, uh, or a lagging indicator mm. that we should be seeing more momentum for Republicans by the end of next week. Oh, no, that's really fascinating uh, because a lot of times we don't look at that poll. We look at that polling and think it's the, the, the leading edge of things, but it's really a lagging indicator. Uh, what else are you seeing in that in some of those lagging numbers that might uh, be consequential or might be indicative of where we're headed? You know, increasingly, you're seeing difficulties with Democrats among non-white voters. It's not that they're not going to win those voters, but they're going to the polling suggests that they're going to win them by much smaller margins than they have. And that, too, is what you're seeing in uh, party investment money. You're seeing a lot of money being put into a seat with a 20 percent black population in Gary, Indiana. You're seeing a lot of money spent in any area with significant numbers of Hispanic populations. Again, the sort of places that if Hispanics were voting like they did two and four and six years ago would not be up for grabs, but they're obviously moving towards the Republicans, and both parties are investing heavily in districts where there are large numbers of the population. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and do you see anything uh, where uh, – let's look at the reverse of that in terms of places where either Democrats or Republicans are pulling – money out, maybe suggesting this race is either a lock or this race uh, is not winnable. Yeah, the Republicans are not pulling money out of races that you really think might be winnable. I mean, in New Hampshire, one committee pulled out, but uh, other committees are spending millions of dollars 
Uh, what you're seeing is Democrats pulling out of races, uh, even where they have incumbents, or not investing in places uh, where they have strong challengers, because they don't see the apparently data that suggests that they can win. You've got the Mike Garcia in northern Los Angeles County. It's a Biden plus 13 district. But the National Democrats aren't putting any money behind their nominee. That's not what you would do if you think that Latinos are behind you. It's a heavily Latino district. And as a Latino Republican, again, you're seeing non-action in a place where you should be seeing Democratic action. And that speaks volumes. Yeah, well, we've just been talking about, uh, of course, out here in the West, we obviously have Nevada uh, and Arizona, uh, both in really interesting races. Uh, we, we were just noting that the uh, Libertarian candidate in Arizona uh, is polling at 15 percent, a very significant number that could impact uh, both Republicans and Democrats in terms of how that shakes out. As, as you look at some of those races uh, like Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, obviously, uh, any other indicators in terms of the dollar spends and how that might be impacting things? There's one race in Arizona that, again, speaks volumes. It's the Arizona 4th Congressional District. Biden won it by 10 points. It's represented by the former mayor of Phoenix. Um, significant Latino population. Democrats have put over $2 million into that race. Yeah, th- this was not the sort of place where you would expect to lose under anything even close to a mild Republican win, unless what you're seeing is that minority voters are fleeing the Democratic Party and that they're trying to prop up somebody who might otherwise be caught by an undertow. You're also seeing both parties put in millions of dollars into two districts in Las Vegas, the third and the first, that uh, Biden carried by either seven or nine points. Again, significant minority population, significant proof that they are moving away from the Democratic Party, because otherwise what you're looking at is both parties wasting money in places that aren't up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, and does most of that shift seem to be centered uh, in the economics of it all? Is it is it inflation and uh, and cost of goods that is really the driving force in some of those shifts, or is there more to it than that? You know, I think the different areas have different concerns, but what you're seeing uh, in the polls is that what independents are concerned about are questions of inflation in the economy and that everything else pales with the possible exception of crime, which, again, is a question that moves in the Republican direction. Now, I think in some areas you're probably also seeing significant amounts of concern about immigration. You know, a lot of Latinos live in and around the border, which has been inundated by illegal crossings. And a number of communities uh, like in Las Vegas would be where these people go once they're caught and released back into the country. So I think you'd have a regional effect with immigration in the Southwest that's also hurting the Democrats. And anything else uh, just beyond the numbers that uh, you're watching? Uh, We we keep saying that the the next 22 days will be a a little bit of a roller coaster, so it's a good idea to, to both fasten your seatbelt and cinch up your chin strap uh, for uh, some high impact. Yeah, you know, uh, the way elections tend to go is the, the people who are left on the sidelines are independents who don't like Joe Biden. And that suggests more slippage for the Democrats. You know, what I'm looking at, other than uh, what I expect to see, you know, in what the numbers are saying. The question is, is there going to be a major global event? Uh, you know, mm. we're uh, seeing an international conflict in Ukraine, and that's the sort of thing that could blow up and change people's opinions on a dime one way or the other. You know, you're looking at the energy price fluctuations. You're looking at unprecedented, uh, at least for the last 40 years, global inflation. 
huge moves in those sort of things could also impact. Um, but you know, other than that, what you're looking at is fiddling with the margins, and the margins are increasingly shifting in the Republican favor. Uh, great insight as always. Henry Olson is a Washington Post columnist, senior fellow at the Ethics and Public Policy Center. And uh, Henry, appreciate your patience and uh, your great insight as always. We look forward to having you back real soon. Thank you very much. All right. That's what it looks like to go behind the numbers and beyond just what you read in the headlines. Uh, Henry does that as well as anyone. He talked about everything from the economics of it to what's going on in many of these swing districts and what's really driving it. Follow the money. You can see where it's being raised and where it's being spent. And then I'll tell you how close the election really is. Stick around. Hour number two of Inside Sources coming up next on KSL News Radio.